This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the May 23rd, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. I still need to review the Durham report. I was sidetracked writing a letter to the editor Sunday. We will see if it gets published. Quick hitters. Bruce Kopka wins the PGA Championship. That's golf. Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina announces he is running for President of the United States. My impression of Mr. Scott is he is a great guy and very articulate, and that will play well on the stage. He has a nice style that I like, and he likely will focus on issues that are important and not on personalities. Still, he fails one of my tests. He is predominantly a creature of Congress, and I feel that is not good preparation for the presidency. I'm guessing Melania Trump read her husband's book, The Art of the Deal. She is rumored to have renegotiated her prenup when he won the presidency by delaying moving to the White House. Rumors fly again that she renegotiated her prenup recently in light of all the litigation and Trump's desire to run for president a second time. You go, girl. The G7 is a group of major countries, not including China, and their leaders periodically meet as they did recently in Japan. They pledge to de-risk from China, not decouple. Basically, like any good financial advisor, they are encouraging diversification. Don't put all our eggs in the China basket. I mentioned on Thursday that some are suggesting Section 4 of the 14th Amendment be used to ignore the debt ceiling. I also mentioned it was an idiotic idea not grounded in the Constitution. This weekend, the Wall Street Journal editorial board and Na Andrew McCarthy of National Review weighed in. They agreed with me, though I doubt they were aware that they agreed with me. The Wall Street Journal has an opinion piece by former Senator John Danforth, Danforth of Missouri. One could say it is about Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas and involves a number of good stories about the justice. But to me, it is more about a purported nuanced story that CBS wanted to do, which is why they reached out to the good senator. He says they left his good stories about Justice Thomas on the cutting room floor and says the objective of the left, quote, is to attack the character of those with whom you don't agree, end quote. Our opinions are based on what we know, which is based on what we are told. And we have a corrupt media pushing one side. It is even worse when it is government-subsidized media like PBS. I like data. You can use it to inform, though you have to be careful. Knowledge is not necessarily wisdom. As Winston Churchill said, knowledge is knowing a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing not to put it on a fruit salad. Bad data is useless, worse than useless. Andrew McCarthy makes a case about bad data in the linked article titled Democrats Cooked the FBI's Books on Domestic Terrorism. I am reading that Target is selling female bathing suits with a tuck option for male genitalia. I can only imagine what my dearly departed father would have said if I wanted to buy that bathing suit. I am reading that a doctor says gender ideology should start at birth or sooner and criticizes families for doing the blue or pink thing. Y'all decide that one for yourselves. Moving on. I read once of a famous general in Roman times putting his weakest forces in the middle as opposed to the customary strongest forces. The forces tried but quickly collapsed, which was the plan. Then the better forces to the right and left towards 
turned towards the middle as the enemy chased the fleeing center forces and decimated the enemy. I thought of that as I read that the Russians may have finally captured Bakhmut about after 10 months of fighting. At the same time, Ukrainians reportedly have pushed back the Russians on either side of Bakhmut and may be encircling the Russians. Take reporting on the Ukrainian war with a grain of salt because the competing forces do want to keep secrets as they are fighting a war. Some stories indicated that a lot of Ukrainian forces have been pulled from the fighting for quite some time to train and they may soon be back in the fight for the much vaunted counteroffensive. I link to the NAACP website, which has this comment in a travel advisory relative to Florida. Quote, Florida is openly hostile towards African Americans, people of color, and LGBTQ plus individuals. Before traveling to Florida, please understand that the state of Florida devalues and marginalizes the contributions of and the challenges faced by African Americans and other communities of color. End quote. Yeah, right. Is there a travel advisory for Chicago or Baltimore? Early in the press release, they said, quote, that Governor Ron DeSantis's aggressive attempts to erase black history and to restrict diversity, equity, and inclusion programs in Florida schools, end quote. Really? Anyone thinks that the governor of Florida is trying to erase black history? Or possibly do you think this is bullshit? On what passes as diversity, equity, and inclusion, I think there is some agreement. But of erase black history? Come on, man. A few weeks ago, I reviewed the case where a school in Florida was accused of banning books on Rosa Parks. Turned out they had books and videos on Rosa Parks, but not the book that some liberal looked up. That was all the evidence that was needed. Erasing black history would be awful if it were true. Ah, the if it were true line that a friend of mine likes to use. To check if Florida is actually trying to erase black history, I found an article from Steve Contorno of CNN, yes, CNN, titled DeSantis Says Florida Requires African American History. Advocates say the state is failing that mandate. According to the article, Florida has required, has required the teaching of African American history since 1994, though they say many of the schools are not meeting the standards set by an African American history task force. The article ind indicates that the DeSantis administration has pushed back on content that they feel in incorrect and does not meet Department of Education standards. My feeling is the NAACP statement has nothing to do with race or the actions of the governor of Florida. It has to do with politics. DeSantis is a threat to Democrats in 2024. The leaders want Trump to be the nominee so they can beat him, and therefore DeSantis must be knocked down. And if Trump is not the nominee, DeSantis has to be prevented from being the nominee, or at least weakened. And attacks like this are like body blows in boxing. You don't know what body blow hurt the boxer, but eventually he is just weak. Voters may not know why they think DeSantis is evil, but blows like this add up to create a narrative. Our media and their cohorts are great at narratives. I just wish they favored truthful narratives. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.